So Magic Johnson has stepped down from president of basketball operations. Kind of nice, John. Kind of just John was watching the Heat Sixers game. Am I correct? Nice, yes, correct. Okay. Wade's last game. Wade's last game. So Magic Johnson steps down after giving owner Genie Bus no warning whatsoever. Just went out and said, "You know what? I'm not feeling this anymore. I'm going to step down." Uh, Woj reported that he did not care really for being the president, that he wasn't fully committed to this job, that he felt like he couldn't be him while doing this job, which Magic has a big personality. So if you're going to hinder that in any way, he's not going to enjoy himself. Exactly. You can't like make Magic not be Magic. Otherwise, it's just you're taking the heart and soul out of the man. Exactly. And he's, a, he's got a big heart and a big soul. He's a big man. He's a huge man. <laughs> Let's keep it in the shooting guard position. Yeah, so uh, I heard Tom saying before that Magic's going to come out of retirement now. Obviously, it's Obviously, this is yeah, going. Yeah, I mean, he's got to really prove that. Easy. He sees D Wade going out. He knows this is the prime opportunity he's to get gonna, back in the game. He's going to average 40 points a game. Congratulations to Dwayne Wade. His last game tonight at the American Airlines Arena in Miami. Last regular season game. There's still potential for them making the playoffs, even though the scenario is a bit yeah. it's, fucky. It's very slim yeah. right now. As of right now, Pistons got to lose and. Yeah, There's another team ahead of Detroit. Them. Oh, Charlotte has to lose. Although, as of right now, Miami is up 24 against the, the Sixers in the top of the third quarter. So who knows uh, what's going to go on with this game, but it does seem uh, like a lot Unlikely. of things have to happen for Miami to get in this yeah. last playoff. Yeah, let's hope uh, the dance continues. Let's hope, but... One last dance, baby. So, Magic... It's a big night in the NBA. kind of overshadows the <laughs> news that I wanted to get to. Because in the world of the National Hockey League, the New Jersey Devils just won the first overall pick in the upcoming... Let's go! Wow. I'm, I'm very excited. insane. On the sound bar here, just big <laughs> lines popped up, like one solid block. Like I couldn't even read the lines anymore. I like, I had the limiter on, and it just blew right past it. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. The Devils got the first overall draft pick again. Second time in three years after oh, winning man. it and drafting Nico Heischer back in 2017. And guess who's number two? The New York Rangers. Fuck the Rangers. Possessed the second pick in this upcoming draft. And number three went to a long shot team. Chicago. Chicago, the Blackhawks. We seem to be in it to the last two weeks of the season in the playoff chase. Yeah, that was just the third pick. Uh, that was crazy. When I saw the Rangers move up to top three, my heart dropped because I thought they were. Yeah, gonna get I, I could have sworn they were going to get one. I thought we were going to get three. That, that was. I was going to be so sad. So now the Hudson River rivalry has been renewed in the National yeah, Hockey reignited League. Reignited here. Ka- it's going to be Kako versus Hughes, no matter who gets who. I think Hughes won, Kako two. It's going to be fun in this area of the hockey world again. It's going to be very exciting. Too. I can't wait. It's a good I feel thing. like playoff appearances for both teams. I feel year. a playoff series between these two teams that coming would be, down yeah. the line. That First time since hell. 2012? First time since 2012. <laughs> the Eastern Conference Finals 2012. Man, that would be fucked. It's, uh, that would get violent. I feel like that would get violent oh, really man. quick, especially with the way that's, that game went. The last game of the season home for the Devils against the Rangers. Things got chippy, and that was just a regular game. Exactly. Those in the Western Conference have to be somewhat happy that the Blackhawks didn't get the first overall. Because imagine yeah, having imagine Patrick Hughes, Kane, Kane, who just came off yeah. like a hundred point season. Yeah, Hughes, Jack Kane, and Hughes. Taze would be deadly. And same with they have another guy too. They have Strom and DeBrincat. I think they have. So, it, wow, I can't believe they won it. Eleven point five percent chance of winning it, and they actually and won it. the draft lottery. Yeah, beat the just, odds. I mean, that. And the fact that we got it just 
two years from when we first got it. Shades of the Edmonton Oilers winning it every friggin' year. Y'all yeah, are, it's yeah. just like Devils now gonna have three first overall picks on the roster and Hall, Heischer, and Hughes potentially Hughes, or Kako. Yeah, first or Kako or even that defenseman. He's not going one. You don't think so? No. When you look at the tiers of talent, the top tier, tier one, is Jack Hughes alone. Yeah. Tier two is Capo Caco alone. Yeah. And then tier three is when you start getting bunch Doc players. and Cousins and Boehm grouped together. Yeah, but, I mean, at least now there's not really a question as much of, like, oh, who are we going to pick? Like, when you're down four, five, six, you really don't know. They could go with anybody, depending on who's left in the draft. Now we can just go, okay, we have anyone we want because we're number one. At least there's a solid one and two. Like, there's a... Who's going to be one and two? We know who that's going to be. And that gives the Rangers basically the easiest pick in the draft. Because it's basically they're going to draft whoever the Devils don't. Yeah, pretty much. Basically the same position Philly was put in with the Devils two years ago with Nolan Patrick. And uh, Nico Heischer. That's going to be so much fun. And I feel like Nico's coming into his own now, and he'll be able to help out. This should get Hall interested in signing a long-term contract with the team. I feel like this will get a lot of team, a lot of players Players might want to come here and play with these guys. Panarin. Because, I mean, (laughs) if you think about it, our our location isn't that bad. No. We're right next to New York City. Like, let's say you're a player who doesn't like to be in, like, the bright lights that much, but still like the city life close to you. Yeah, right. Jersey's 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 spot. And you're like, you that's, the, that's what they say about Panarin, that he wants to be close to a city. He doesn't know if he wants to be in a city. That would be nice. And you can live in New York City and still play for the Devils. Yeah. Exactly. You could yeah. live in the city, or you could just live in Hoboken like a lot of the players yeah. do. Or Jersey City. And then they take the do. boat they over. I wouldn't want to live in Jersey City. Yeah, for some yeah. reason, you Jesper Bratt and Nico and uh, Pavel Zaka do. You couldn't pay me to live in Jersey City. <laughs> really? That place is a hellhole. Okay. <laughs> have you ever been to Jersey City? I have, with you. It's not good. <laughs> I hope I help somebody move in Jersey City once. It's What? Yeah, it's, it's a long story, okay. but it's, it's just an interesting place to live. Now, but y'all are the Cavs of the NHL. I hope you know, but what a better location. Whoa, Two number one. Don't call us the Cavs of the NHL. In, wait a minute, wait a minute. We have three way. championships. In the Cavs don't have any of those. No, in a good way. I mean, you're going to sign a LeBron or something after one. getting two number one picks in three years. Well, our equivalent of LeBron, somebody coming home to play, would be Johnny Gaudreau. There you go. Yeah. He's not a free he's, agent, though. Yeah, he's a beast, though. Be he's ridiculous. insane. That'd be nice. Having a season winning in Calgary. I'd cry. And I'm not even ashamed to admit that. Uh, I was shaking when we won first overall. I can't believe it. I maybe. couldn't. I couldn't stop shaking. Well, maybe in a few years you see that guy come home. You know, after your uh, core with a fuse and a Hulk, and you know, starts sure? coming to their own. See, but the difference is we'll actually be good. Yeah. As whereas we're the, also the forgetting Cavs Jesper Bratt, terrible. Forgetting Jesper Bratt and Pavel Zaka and Kyle Palmieri and all these <laughs> other players who are really, really good shooters. Pavel Zaka, for example, was coming alive in the last 10 games of the season this, after he came back from his injury. This also helps for the offseason. You don't have to go out and spend money on another forward now. You can go out and spend money on a defenseman. Yeah, yeah. and that's what we need big time is defense. I mean, we're going to have people like, coming up. I feel like, like right now our offense is set. We have all the weapons we oh, need Hughes for helps. offense. Hughes helps the equation. And I feel like defense is where our hole is right now. Because we have our goaltending set. As of right now, we got Blackwood and we got Corey Schneider, and that's a solid goaltending pairing in the back. You got 1A, 1B, just like they thought they had last year with Keith Kincaid, which is the stupidest thing ever said. But with Blackwood and Corey, they're both really good. Once you get them on a roll, they keep rolling. So it's nice to see that we have that kind of goaltending behind us. Now if we can get that defense in front of them to be good, and not make so many mistakes and not let turn the puck over in our zone so much next year, 
I feel like we have a chance at at least another visit to the playoffs next year. I mean, I feel like this year, if Hall had stayed healthy through the seasons, you know, through they the season. They probably would have made the playoffs. They would have yeah. made it. Let's just, real quick before we move back to basketball, uh, some comparisons being made. Kako being compared to Ovechkin and Jack Hughes being compared to Patrick Kane. Mm, that's a question. Who do you who would you rather have? Patrick Kane. Yeah. Patrick Kane. Patrick really? Kane. I guess he has more Cubs, right? Yeah, and he's a I think he's a more efficient player. Ovechkin scores more goals. Don's get me wrong. But yeah, Patrick but, more. I mean, I feel player. like you don't need. I feel like goal scoring is great, but you can't do it unless you're putting up the assists. We have so. we have yeah. pure shooters. We have Bratt's a pure shooter. So is we Palmieri. got Bratt, Palmieri, Zaka starting. Not really a pure shooter. Hall's more of a. Can go both ways. Playmaker. Yeah, but right now, if we if we add Hughes to that lineup, Hughes is just going to feed Hall. The game yeah. changes. Yeah, it it's, it's going to be completely different. It makes different. us a lot harder to play. Nico Heischer, too. Nico Heischer is a big fucking yeah. assist and shoots all the time. Like, he's had several game winners this year. So, I mean, it's just our offense is going to be stacked. We just need a solid defense. We got some players coming up next season. Jeremy Davies, Ty Smith. So, but there's still a big drop-off. Let's go back to basketball real quick. Uh, we're going to get back to hockey. We're going to pick first-round matchups for the Stanley Cup uh, playoffs at the end of the episode. That's going to fill our place for the AAF picks now. The AAF is fucking gone. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Tom Dundon. So some little bit of uh, details here on Magic stepping down. Uh, he did not tell Jeannie Buss, which we said earlier, quote, I want to go back to having fun. And another quote from him, I am a free bird and I have been handcuffed. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't going home that, really didn't work there. I didn't realize no. Magic was really like being so held back by you know being a millionaire president of a you know prestigious yeah, basketball team. I thought team. there was a great relationship there. I did not see this coming. You, it makes you wonder then, what if they were in a playoff position? I don't think he'd be stepping down. No, no, no shot. not at all. It's just a dumpster fire that the season has been. He wants to bail. Now, would this give the new GM some kind of motive to trade LeBron? Because I feel like that was some of the reason why LeBron came out there, because of magic. You can't trade LeBron. What if LeBron wants to be moved? Well, now you got to wonder, will superstars come? No, but it's going to cost money. If if LeBron is going to go, I don't... And it would only be to a contender. Yeah, it probably... Listen, I've said it before. I could see LeBron on Golden State. So could I. Uh, Breaking news, the Miami Heat have just been officially eliminated from playoff contention with the Pistons win against Memphis. Oh, that's it. So so the East is rounded out. So tonight's uh, last home game for Dwayne Wade in Miami is indeed the last home game. The last dance for Wade in Miami. Although he plays tomorrow night in Brooklyn. Yeah, Yeah, but that's not home. That's true. We should go to that game. No, see, Tom. I am so down for so expensive. They're eighty nine dollars cheapest. That's too expensive. That's for that's for the upper level of the Barclays. What the upper level of the Barclays Center is like? Uh, It's probably awful. It's horrible. Like literally, you're sitting directly over. It's horrible. It's gonna take picks and money and players to move LeBron. Tom, do you like Harry Potter? It'd be such Uh, a terrible. Do you think it would take like picks on the Lakers end to move LeBron? No, 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 no. There'd be nothing that trading LeBron unless they just say. We're going to move him at his lowest price just to get him out, get the cap it out of the way, and try to get stars here and build around Lonzo and Ingram and Kuzma, which would be an interesting route to go, especially, and it makes it more reasonable if you win the draft lottery. You know, like, let's think about this for a sec. What is an actual destination for a LeBron trade? Houston? But Golden they don't State. really have assets. Houston be good. I think Harden and him if would be If he got traded player. to Miami, would Dwayne Wade, Dwayne Wade come out of retirement? Yeah. I think so. I think so, too. What about Brooklyn? I could see Brooklyn. Yeah. I feel like the Lakers wouldn't want to trade him to the West. 
He's going to want to be somewhere warm. That's why Miami checks off all those boxes. Can you see him trying to pair it with Kyrie Irving in the offseason? I don't know if you want to go back to Miami, though. Maybe a sign-in trade. They were an option. Maybe a sign-in trade. He's already signed for a bunch of years, though. No sign-in trade would be necessary. What if a a sign-in trade, uh, Jimmy Butler for Philly, and you trade him to L.A. for LeBron? That'd be interesting. I don't think he wants to go to Philly, though. I don't think he'd be a straight-up I think he wants to be somewhere warm. You you think that's it? I I thought it was just he wants... Like, I thought he went to L.A. for the movies, obviously. But, you know, Space Jam 2, you know, that's not going too well lately. No, he yeah, Giannis anyone. said he won't go because he doesn't want to miss two weeks of working out. And, yeah. obviously, he's not winning there either, so I think he's got to make a decision. It's a lose, he's not lose. doing good in either of them, either the movies or the NBA right now, so. Yeah. Now, are you saying you think LeBron is going to go, like, the, I don't want to say it, but O.J. Simpson route where he tries to get into Hollywood and get yes. into those movies and stuff? Yeah, that's yeah. what he's yeah. trying to do. That's why I, I mean, I saw Space, Space Jam, Jam 2, and... but I don't count that. Michael Jordan did that. And he was in his train career, wreck. Uh, no, but this oh, year. Yeah, remember that? Wasn't. This year. No. I he was. Know. Good he for had... him. I didn't watch that movie. Is that Good. the... Um... No, he's he's not going to go the... You want a better athlete to compare it to? Shaq. Okay. But mm. Shaq made really shitty movies. You want to talk about Shaq. He was in some good you, movies. You putting that out there? Yes. What's the movie? What well, I'm I'm thinking of. Uh, uh, don't genie. say it. No, I'm not thinking of. Sh- uh, Kazam. That's it. Kazam. Movie's great. Um, no, Kazam was horrible. Don't even don't Ooh. even step up to me. Kazam Tony was a shit wow. film. Kazam was a horrible wow. film, and you know it. He was a rapping genie. You really gonna tell me that was good? It's original. He also. So wait, why horrible. why are you talking shit about Kazam? Because <laughs> you're offending Kazam. Kyle. Yo, Kyle, what's up? How you doing? I love you. But Kazam was a shit film, man. How can he you raps. hate Shaq as a genie? Okay, but did you see him in, uh, I think I feel like the movie was called Steel or something like that? Yes, I understand what Kazam is, Listen, Tom. He's cool. Tom, the movie was what bad. What are your thoughts on Thunderstruck? It was really bad. Shaq automatically makes it 10 out of 10. Thunderstruck was fantastic. I love that film. You say Thunderstruck's good and Kazam wasn't? <laughs> My God, no, no, get no, no, your no. priorities straight. But listen, listen. He was in another movie. I, fr- I think it was called like Steel or something. Go on Shaq's IMDb page. Yeah, look at Shaq's IMDb page. Because fucking Steel was really bad. He was in a... Blended with Adam Sandler. Yeah, yeah. He was also in Grown Ups that. too. Grown Ups too. He yeah. was funny. Do you like Uncle Drew? Uncle Drew was okay. It was kind of bad. The Tony? movie itself was terrible. I hate that Shaq movie. was funny in that movie, though. All right, I got Steel, Shaq 1997. Food. There it is, Steel. That Shaq movie was, was in the Lego shit. movie. Did you ever watch? Lego movie? Yeah, he played himself in the Lego movie. Shaq was yeah, the he was the Lego movie. guy, 2003. He NBA was the, on the 2003 NBA All-Star set of Legos. Shaq was in the Smurfs. So it's him. He's sitting there with a basketball, throwing it around his back. And then all of a sudden, they like slam dunk it into this rocket launcher. They launch at the cops. Shaq was in the Smurfs. And it, it doesn't yes, I know. I've seen it. But no, my point is, when Shaq has a main role in a movie, it's bad. It's horrible. But he has like a little role in like movies but here they're and there. Fine. They're, right. I can't believe you don't like Kazam. Dude, Kazam was horrible. It's not that bad. It was pretty bad. It wasn't that bad. This movie doesn't terrible. look all that good. Steel was really bad. So He's a superhero? No, 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 no. Yes. <laughs> but Steel, okay, so he is... This guy who works in like a, a scrapyard? Oh, no, yeah, a scrapyard. It's like a junkyard. And an amazing accident. And he starts. No, no, no. He doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> so he he builds an armor suit because these guys are like roughing up his neighborhood or whatever. And he starts saving people. And that's what he looks like in the movie. He's and his weapon? Guess his home. weapon. What's his weapon? It's a giant hammer he made. So he's Thor. He forged. He's Iron Man. No, not like Thor's hammer. He's poor Thor. One hand. It's a two-handed giant hammer as tall as he is. Why wouldn't he just use his seven-foot-tall ability? Yeah. Listen. (laughs) 
<laughs> it's a horrible movie. I bet that is a terrible good. film. I don't like superhero movies as it is. That Kazam bad. was bad. Uh, Look at him in that photo. Movie. It looks like Magneto from the X-Men, not some shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> damn. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, obviously, Space Jam's the number one, you know. Space Jam was time, also though, right? really bad. Wow. Whoa. That's a bit Don't, pushing whoa, whoa. it. That movie was terrible. That movie was funny. I want you to go back it was and watch original. that film now, I have. Tom. I watched it a month ago. Why? Because I liked it. It's a horrible movie. It reminds me of simpler times. Bill gotta, Murray gotta plays the, the sound of I'm the aware. peaking. <laughs> gotta love it. Bill Murray can easily average 15 points a game. Oh, my God. Has anyone ever tried to figure out the box score of like that games like that? Like Bill Murray, how I want to know how many threes he made. He didn't make any. He didn't miss a shot. Did he you, came in in like the last ten him? seconds. He came in the last ten seconds of the game, passed and then the left. ball. Yeah, <laughs> one and assist. Then he left. That's like a yeah. Leandro he had to go, he had to come get Michael Jordan for the baseball game. Yeah, and then they drop him off in the spaceship, and Michael Jordan walks out, and you're like, "Why are you playing baseball, you fucking idiot?" That's the team I'm on in Road to the Show. <laughs> I'm on the Birmingham Barons. That's the team he was on. What were we talking about? Oh, where we could trade LeBron to because yeah. we got here. All right. Yeah. Sacramento. No. Nah, they don't got anything they can give up. Toronto? I could see that. That'd be dirty. Kawhi Ooh. and LeBron. Ooh. Oh, my God. Ooh. Kyle Lowry comes back in return. Ooh. Oh, yeah. He's still on there for two more years, Lowry. Yeah. So that's, that's, like a, that's a win now. That's a win now team. Kawhi What, what about San Antonio? Maybe he wants to play for Pop. No one wants to play for Pop. They're not going to. The Lakers would never Actually, a poll, a poll came out saying Pop was the uh, player. Well, they did a poll of 140 players anonymously. 77% of the players said uh, Pop was the coach they wanted to play for most. Really? And then Brad Stevens. Cool guy. Yeah, then Brad Stevens, and then... Uh, he seems kind of racist. Man. Steve Kerr. Th- wait, wait. You're co- what? What? <laughs> you will not take any Pop slander on this podcast. If you want, you He's actually come out against racism. Yeah, man. He, but that's what you do to protect your ass. No. No. He just seems like what? an old white guy. He just strikes me as that kind he's of guy. He's acting like he's Red Arbach. This is some Pop bias, man. Wow. I'm just saying. He just seems... He, I get that's that vibe a, from him. That's defamation of character right there. That is not. Yes, it is. That was che- not. Call him Pop speech. Check your Greg Popovich privilege, man. Yeah. Look yeah. it up. <laughs> Who the hell do you think you are? <laughs> I'm just saying. The Virginia Cavaliers won the Final Four. Boo. Fuck. Boo. They didn't should deserve it. I mean, the refs were giving them every opportunity humanly possible for them to win. Auburn should have been there. From a fake... From a trip where a guy... It was called a trip on Texas Tech, but he was tripped by his own player. To uh, that last foul of the game in Virginia Auburn. Yeah, that was so bad. so to the bad. Purdue game. It's really the redemption story that shouldn't have been. Yeah, the, after losing to number sixteen UMBC and then being down at halftime to Gardner Webb in the first round of this tournament. I mean, the first time <sighs> they did that this year was against Purdue. They scored a two pointer with like less than a second left and went to overtime. You gotta remember they only had three losses this season and only lost to Duke by one. Or by two this year. So, it's not like they were a bad team in the regular season. It's just not the team I thought I'd see win the national championship. It's, it's not and the for team. a game we thought was going to be insanely defensive, the final score was 81-75 in overtime. All right, hold on. I hate to interrupt you, but here's a Magic Johnson quote that I just feel like can't go unnoticed. I've been talking to people walking through here, and they're talking about next year. And I'm like, I'm not going to be here. Ha, ha, ha. Other people probably took it as a joke. Yeah, right? Like, <laughs> Shaq's here, like Magic's been telling people for a while now, apparently, and just no one believed him. <laughs> He's like that girlfriend that tells you she's going to leave, but you never believe her until you come home and she's just gone one day. 
Like, you're like, whoa, 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 where'd you go? Well, I told you I was leaving. <laughs> LeBron and him are having meetings, and LeBron's like, okay, so here, I think we should. This is what this I want for next for season. Magic's going, ah, yeah. <laughs> this is what right? you want for next season. He's drawing doodles on a paper. I'm going to trade like, yeah. for Patrick Beverly. Okay, and you can LeBron, go fuck all right. yourself. <laughs> we'll invite Anthony Davis over for dinner at your house. And he's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right? Uh, it's just like, I'm going to trade for Anthony Davis. Davis. Yeah. <laughs> no. Trades himself. He's gone. <laughs> LeBron's going to make himself general manager or make D-Wade general manager, and that's going to happen. Because <laughs> of course it is. Or Pat Riley. Pat think- Riley's going to step down from the heat and become general manager. Is it against just the how rules it is. for a player to be like the general manager or yeah, coach of a team? Not well, the coach, coach no. no. Uh, what's his name? Bill Russell used to yeah. be. He was player coach. Wait, you, you're allowed to be the coach of yeah. a team oh, yeah. and play? You can't be you know, owner, Why isn't LeBron you can't be owner? Fun fact. Why isn't LeBron the, the, the coach? Because they don't do that anymore. Lakers Nobody's right really now. done that in a long time. Right, but LeBron basically already is oh, I know. the coach He's basically the, the general manager. So why doesn't he just take the coach's role? That's basically what he did with Tyron Lowe. <laughs> I mean, fun fact, LeBron, uh, for, there are actually Vegas odds out for LeBron James being the head coach of the Lakers in the 2020 season. I could see really? that. So could I. They're, like, admittedly low, but, I mean, number one, I believe, last week was Jason Kidd, so who the hell knows what's going to happen yeah. with them. I think Luke year. Walton's going to be there next year. I... I Supposedly, this means that if he's Luke stay. Walton gets fired, he's gonna go back as an assistant coach for the Warriors. Yeah, and then they'll win seventy-three games again. Yeah. So you read your quote about LeBron. We're talking about the NCAA championship. So two very defensive teams meet in the NCAA, basically in the Final Four, the most defensive Final Four we've seen in years. And Virginia comes out on top uh, in what was an improbable run, guided by referees. Uh, Texas Tech storm back late. Had a great start to overtime, came, then trailed off. Came back from 10 points, maybe more, from a deficient. Oh, came point. back down from down 12. Kyle Guy had a great game, as he has basically every game in this tournament. So, I hate Kyle Guy. The Virginia Cavaliers win their first NCAA basketball championship. Uh, Texas Tech in their first championship appearance could not win. Unfortunate. But we don't know how many more times we're going to see a team like Virginia get back or a team like Texas Tech get back. I This was the game that was supposed to be Duke-UNC, but somehow ended up Texas Tech-Virginia. I'm, I'm curious to see what the ratings were for that game because uh, I think people were expecting like a high-scoring championship like it is every year, a more offensive-based championship. And this game, based on the history of the teams, was not going to be that offensive. Even the final score was higher than I think anybody thought it was going to be. I, I believe the over-under on the game was 117. And they ended up scoring over 130 points. I think what everyone's overlooking is the fact of what happened in the last few points. games with the refs. I mean, there were yeah, a I, lot of missed It stands out there. how Virginia got a lot of calls to go their way. Yeah, it's it's really unfortunate because teams like uh, Texas Tech or Auburn could have won their first championship. Yeah. And now we'll never really know what could have happened because the refs messed it up. Yeah. I, it gives you... It leaves... It leaves a lot of questions. Uh, like a dissatisfied feel with you. It feels like the NC, NFC NC championship, championship game yeah. with the Saints. Like, what if that was called? Yeah, yeah that's no, it, just, it, it feels like the NCAA championship tried to make this happen. Because if, if you think about it, it's just a bunch of corporations just and, running the whole thing, and they want a good redemption story yeah. in Virginia. And I'm sure you know a lot more people watched because Virginia was in it. And no one thought Virginia or Texas Tech were going to get there. So it was like, ooh, let's see what happens. Although I feel like the ratings would have been higher on, you know, um, fuck, what can I think of it? Michigan and uh, Texas Auburn? Tech. Auburn. Yeah. That was it. Auburn and Texas Tech. So NCAA is done. March Madness was fun. It was good. Had quite a few yeah. upsets. 
Auburn shouldn't even gotten that far. New Mexico State should have no. beaten Auburn. It's a load of shit. Yeah. I was rooting for New Mexico State because I had them in my Sweet 16. All right, let's talk about the AAF. Oh, yeah, Tom, yeah. go over the players that signed with NFL teams. I'm just going to mention right? quite a few. A lot. A ton of people have. Like, at the Second Chance League, you know, Tom Dundon did mess it up, but some of the main ones that did stick out was uh, Birmingham's quarterback, Louis Perez. He has signed with the Eagles as the backup Orlando? QB. Oh, Orlando, Garrett, Garrett Gilbert. Mm-hmm. He has signed as a backup for the Cleveland Browns. Wow. Yeah. I think he could have been a starter somewhere. Yeah. Like right? Miami. Like he should have gone somewhere that needs a quarterback. Yeah. They could have like, picked him up. I think Miami would have been a spot. He, How about uh, Arizona Hotshots quarterback? Uh, he had a workout, John Wolford. He had a workout with the Vikings, but I didn't see that he got signed. Beautiful, beautiful stuff in New Jersey. <laughs> Keep going, Tom. Keep uh, the two more distracted. people that I currently have are uh, San Antonio's quarterback, Logan Woodside. He has signed f- uh, for the Titans. I don't know where he'll be on that. Uh, probably a third-string quarterback behind Tannehill and Mariota. And Arizona wide receiver uh, Rashad Ross has signed with the Carolina Panthers. He'll be competing for like a fourth string. It's good for the league. Uh, I'm glad some of these players are getting a chance in the NFL, especially since, you know, this league fell through. Tom Dundon really messed up. I feel like now the, up. Tom the Dundon XFL Dundon up. has to, like, really step up. The AFL, the AF, uh, apparently reached out to the XFL for a merger, and the XFL said no. Yeah. No, was I'm, it was worth I'm a just shot. saying, so, like, you know. the XFL, I feel like, now has to step up and be as good as the AF was. Well, they have, uh, I they think, money for another few I years. Feel like, but I, like, I mean, I obviously, Vince McMahon... Has the money. We know he has the money. He's a billionaire. We have no troubles there. They also said that uh, players in high school can go right to the league now, right? Yeah, the XFL will have no age restriction. Yeah. So they're curious to see if this is going to be an alternative to college, where players will go there, make money, and still get drafted. Yeah, that'd be cool. But, I mean, I just don't want the XFL to do what they did last time. I don't want to see wrestling and football. I don't think they can, they're going to try and repeat what happened last no, time. No, I they think they're going to try to avoid that on all costs. I hope it's Everything. more like the AF where they try a couple new things but also keep it very close like, to the same rules. Like, say, a Skyref. Yeah, Skyref. That was good. The NFL was looking at that. And so was the XFL. I saw probably. that, yeah. Sure. And the Skyref is a the, great Because if addition. the NFL is going to have it, it's going to be commonplace in the XFL. And, and yeah. XFL is going to have everything the NFL has, probably more. Yeah, I, I'd like to see that. I'd like to see a league that brings something new to the NFL and goes, look, we're not afraid to try something like this because you are because you're the NFL and you've had all these different things for so long and you can't change. Now, if there's no age restriction, can you see them having a coin toss this time around? Not like, you know, fumbling for the ball and all like there's that. Not oh, gonna there's not going to be a no scramble. Way. They're not no, going to do that time. again. No. The no. scramble got in- injuries would happen. killed, Tom. Yeah, yeah that would That, that one would guy awful. was, I think, paralyzed in nope. the scramble? No, no, no. No, no one guy fun. tore his ACL, though. Yeah, that was the first, first like, like, scrimmage of the season. Yeah. yeah. Which, it wasn't a scrimmage. It was a game. Players aren't going to... Players first scramble, first my bad. Yeah. Players coming out of high school, I want to get injured. Like, yeah. You know, no, yeah. They'd they rather go to college. It's going to have to be a safe league if you want to attract players. But this could bring players who, like, know they're going to be later round draft picks and want to get some money in the bank. Before getting drafted in the fourth, fifth round by an NFL As, team, like a just in case. Exactly. See, but I also feel like this could be for players who are looking at you know the NCAA and how they run things in college, and just go, no thanks, I don't want to do that. Exactly. Because if you're on the XFL, you're allowed to be approached by teams, and you're allowed yeah. to be talked to by different teams, saying, you know, like, hello. Uh, yeah. We're so and so. We'd like to fly There's you out. There's not going to be these stupid rules, right? So, like, if the Giants said, "Hey, and we want to fly you not out," not even that. Stay a room. 
the minute you get the first big college recruit choose the XFL instead and signs a shoe deal at 18. Yeah. Oh, Uh-oh. NCAA is in trouble. All these kids and are And rules might have to change in the NCAA about whether or not you can it might be the sign only contracts for promotions or even yeah, get paid exactly. from And even the just as an 18-year-old going to the XFL and signing a contract with Nike or signing a contract with Adidas, even if it's a little nothing contract, you're it's still, still money. making money. Yeah. You're still getting and something. How and that's always more. going to be? Nothing compared to the pros, yeah, I know. but still a good amount of money. It's yeah, always no, more than be, college be a couple players. hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, probably, yeah. So, you know... A couple hundred thousand dollars compared to going to college, and oh, I get a four-year. Look at it like the know. AF contract: two hundred thousand dollars over three years. Yeah, I'm, mm. I'm not even talking about the XFL. I'm talking about Nike. Oh, oh yeah, that yeah. Somebody completely oh, yeah. separately. That'd probably be another couple hundred thousand. So now you're going five hundred thousand dollars, let's just say, from Nike and the XFL, right? You're playing with Nike gear, and you're sponsoring Nike, but you're playing in the XFL. You're making five hundred grand, or you could go over here, get a full ride to Alabama. But you're not making any money, mm-hmm. and you're just out there. And you might sit a year before yeah. you actually yeah. play. And you're and risking life and limb for nothing. Nothing. No money. And if you get hurt, oh well, not our fault. Have fun. I you mean, get hurt in the XFL, they're gonna yeah, nurse you gonna, back to hell. I mean, yeah. some players have gotten injured in college and still have gone on to have a great career. I think Todd Gurley tore his ACL in college, and that's, that's great for that's him. Great but for like, them, it, but it's not always gonna happen. You look at a lot of these players who the only reason they're in college is because they played football. And now that they're hurt, and say it's like a, you know, oh, I'm going to be out for two years type of injury. Ooh. If you're in college, that's it. You're yeah, done. You're, it's done. You're not you're gone. You're not going to have a real shot. Now say you have a four-year deal with the XFL, and you, and you get hurt injury. in your first year with your two-year injury. They're going to nurse you back to health until you're able to play again. And they're going to give you a chance again. And they're going to pay you all while you're injured. Exactly. Mm-hmm. This, this could be huge. This could change the dynamic of college sports. They might. I'd the rules are going to have so. to be changed. There's no, no alternative. The AF didn't have that, right? You nope, still nope. had to go to there college. There was an age restriction. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like the idea of no age yeah. restriction. Right now, I think the NCAA will have to wait out the XFL if they won't want to change I, anything. Yeah, it's going to take one or two years before they're gone. Know, they actually make a change in the NCAA because they want to see if there's any going to be any kind of competition from actually the XFL. Which there could be huge competition. There could be. Yeah, it's, poten- yeah. it's a lot of potential. And I honestly feel like it's better. John, you got your finger up. What's going on? A few more quotes from the gift who keeps on giving, oh, Magic Jesus. Johnson. <laughs> the man who has been talking for more than a half an hour, according to sources. He's still going? Whoa. He has cried. He has laughed. He is speaking completely off the cuff and taking any and all questions. I wonder if he's Drew drunk. Lance is here. AC Green is here. Some members of the coaching staff have come and gone. Evan Turner has shouted in the play- is shouting in the players' tunnel asking Magic Bo- Johnson to sign him a basketball before he leaves. <laughs> 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 and yeah, 40 minutes of rambling, everyone. This is great. That's great. That's great. Now, the Lakers are in shambles officially. Yeah. He's drunk. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> That'd be something. Just when you thought you get LeBron, boom. Everybody's going, this yo, happened. this is D-Wade's last night. That's going to be the news in basketball. Magic Johnson's like, wait a fucking minute. <laughs> I'm going to step down for no reason. Do, do you think this means he knows they're not getting anyone in the summer? I and think he knows something we all don't know. Maybe there is some trepidation from players to actually come to Los Angeles to play with LeBron. Maybe. I mean, you look at the season he just had. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't good. Well, then again, he did play with an injury most of the time. Yeah. With that groin injury he got on Christmas. But you don't know if that's going to linger next season. How much yeah. does that affect him? Because he is 34. 
Yeah, right. and let's say he gets injured again. Then there you go. You're the only superstar there. LeBron's sitting because he's injured, and you're going to miss the playoffs. But the problem is his numbers looked good. It's just they signed Lance Stevenson, Rajon Rondo, and Michael Beasley to play with him. He had no help. Again, it was yeah, like I, the Cavs from last he year. He needs a real superstar there. Yeah, but I feel like you know a lot of these superstars now that are going to be free agents next year are looking at better teams. Rachel I think Nicker, Kyrie Rachel, has a chance. Rachel Nichols there. reports that uh, Magic Johnson said he's sick of tampering rules. And he's tired of the quote backstabbing, and says he didn't want to disappoint Genie Bus by firing Luke Walton. Wow. Yeah. So he apparently wanted Walton gone, which Walton might just resign. I mean, because that probably means LeBron wanted him gone. You might see Luke Walton resign here after the season. Yeah, but if he does, why did Magic leave? <laughs> no, maybe that's so the only way he could get him. Luke Walton out. Maybe that's the only way. Maybe he, he probably doesn't feel good there anymore. Because let's say LeBron told Magic, I want Luke Walton gone. Luke Walton's like, why do I want to coach this again? I was an assistant in Golden State, and I was doing way better there, and I was getting championship rings, and I was having more fun there than I was head coach of the Lakers. So I might as well just go back. Because I think the Golden State Warriors would accept him back with open arms. Yeah. Yeah. Because he did go 60-3 and three or 60-4 and four when I, Steve Kerr was out to a, with a I, back injury. Well, was he? Was but like none that? of those wins count for... Him. Yeah, no, they, it's they all... count towards Steve Kerr. Mm-hmm. Let's move to the National Hockey League playoff start tomorrow. We're going to pick some series. Now, I'm going to ask you who's going to tell you who's going to be in the series. I'm going to ask you who's going to win the series, and the tiebreaker is going to be if anybody can guess it in the amount of games correctly. Dope. This is a little Sounds bit easier fun. than guessing the score of an AAF game. Yes. Yeah. Much easier. We're going to start in the Western Conference. We got Pacific. Uh, division matchup, well, the Pacific champion and the Western Conference champion at that. The Calgary Flames take on the second wild card spot team, the Colorado Avalanche. Kyle has Calgary in five. Zach also has Calgary in five. Trish, who do you have and how many games? Hmm, that's hard. I mean, Calgary really has been heating up right at the end of the season when they need to. They've been the top team in the West all year, really. Yeah, Just I know. but shaky they... goaltending, but their defense is good enough to counteract that. But they have they really did pick up right at the end of the season there yeah. to clinch that. Uh, I mean, Johnny Gaudreau had that six point game against the Devils where they won nine three. So I mean I, I'm gonna go with Calgary just because I've been impressed with the way they've been playing and I'm really not that impressed with Colorado's yeah, play. They barely snuck in. Yeah I mean, they, they didn't them really do that as well. And when you're going up against a team that won the West <laughs> I mean, and I know it's not a crazy hard division to win. Uh, the whole Western Conference pretty it, it, much is... The Western Conference is really weak this year compared it was, to the East. Yeah, it was a joke compared to Tampa Bay and the 62 wins that they got this season. Yeah. So I'm definitely going to go with Calgary, and I honestly think they're going to sweep them. So four. four games? Yeah. John, I know you don't know jack shit about hockey, but who and how many games? Uh, I'm going to go ahead and take the Flames and uh, just go with the consensus five games. Five games. You know, I got as well. Let's make a bracket for this. Anyway, put up or shut know. up, you bitch ass. <laughs> Tom, I got Calgary in five. I think Colorado. You fucking give a, puss too. They're gonna give a. They're gonna give a punch. They're gonna catch him off guard in game three, and uh, no. we'll be here. It's not gonna happen. I got Calgary in four. Yeah, that's my boy. I, I don't on. think uh, Colorado's gonna win a game of this. Right, so I like. I like. Calgary's just the most all-around team yeah, in the Western Conference right now. So, I have them out in the second round, but <laughs> so so everyone took Calgary. Yes, you know what that means. Bet the Dallas house on Colorado. Yep, four games. Now the next one, Pacific uh, spot two and Pacific spot three. San Jose, the home team, home ice advantage. 
against number three, Vegas. Kyle has Vegas in seven. Yeah. Zach has Vegas in seven. Trish, who and how many games? Hold on. Both CNN them? just broke the news that Magic Johnson quit. We beat CNN. <laughs> yeah. We're Hold better. On. But We're real both news. Both of them think... Both of them have the same for a lot of these. Seven? Yeah. This is the, God, this is the, this is the so... last one, though, where this... No, there's only one more after this where the series is the same. Both of them all pick so... the same teams. That's just so ridiculous. Okay, I'm going with the Knights. Okay, how many because games? Because they're really good, but five? Five games? Five games, that's fair. I mean, they beat them last year in six, and honestly, this year, San Jose didn't impress me with their gameplay. I feel like, you they know... They were weak toward the end of the season. Yeah, a lot Granted, of these, a lot of that was lack of Carlson, because he hasn't really played since February. But how is he going to play after coming off a month of no playing, especially in a playoff environment where you're coming off a speedy team like Vegas? Yeah, and you're going to be getting beaten the hell out of by Vegas. Exactly. Vegas is a very physical team. We saw yeah. last year this con- this matchup. It's the same team physical. as last year. And since last year, sure, Vegas has lost Stastny. They picked up Pacioretty, mm-hmm. and now they picked up Mark Stone from Ottawa. This team can score on every single line. Yeah, it's they're, they're a great team. They're very fast. So you're taking Vegas in five. Oh, yeah. John? Vegas in six. Vegas in six. Okay, going with what happened Tom, last year. San Jose in six. Wow. San Jose I think, in six. I think last year, sure, I think San Jose got caught off guard by this team, but I don't think it's really going to happen this year. I know Vegas is a really good team, but I think San Jose can do this. I feel like San Jose is too old. So yeah, Jumbo Joe, Joe Pavelski is getting up there too. I think the ship uh, has Brett sailed. Stand- the ship has sailed for San Jose. I think their one chance was against Pittsburgh that one year they lost. Well, I'm not saying they're going to go far. I'm just saying it's the first I really want to take Vegas in four. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I agree with that. But The only reason I didn't was because I feel like San San Jose Jose is going to get one game. Yeah, they can pull one out of their Like, here's how I think it's going to happen. I say Vegas uh, wins the first game. San Jose wins the second. Mm. Vegas wins the next two at home and then wins game five in San Jose. So I'm taking Vegas in five. Now we move to the Central Division. The Central Division champion... Came down to the last game of the season. Both all Nashville, Winnipeg, and St. Louis were separated by two points. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Up there. So Nashville will take on the wild card one, Dallas. Kyle has Nashville in four. Zach has Nashville in five. Trish? I mean, yeah, no. Dallas really wasn't that good this year. They just they couldn't get it together. Their goaltender's great. In, uh, ben, Bishop. ben Bishop. He had a lot of shutouts this year. He impressed me with his play, but I just feel like he wasn't – the whole team wasn't where it needs to be. They remind me a lot of the Devils last year where they're good, but they're not – They're not there yet. They're not playoff good yet. And, I mean, their goaltending is fantastic, but it's just – when is goaltending not enough? Yeah. You know, when your defense is turning over the puck all the time and when you're losing games because of, you know – So I take it I take it you're taking Nashville. I'm definitely taking Nashville just because they're, they're a much more um, rounded-out team – they're a lot more skillful. A lot of depth there in Nashville, especially after requiring Boyle and Simmons. Brian really. Boyle, I feel like it's a, a lot huge... lot of depth down the middle. He's a very big heart in the team, yeah. and he's really going to show... They're going to be playing for him. They're trying to yeah. win it for him. You don't know how many more chances Boyle's going to get at this. Well, I mean, Boyle hasn't missed a playoff since, like, what? 2000? 2010? Yeah. 2011? It's, it's been a while. So you're I, taking Nashville how many games? Yeah, I, I'm going to take Nashville in five. I think the Stars can win one, but I don't think they're going to win much more than that. Uh, John? Yeah, I'm going to go with Nashville as much as the sweet victory fan of me wants to pick the stars. Nashville in how many? Four. Four. Sweep over Dallas. Tom? I got to take Nashville in five, like uh, Trisha, you guys said. Brian Boyle, he's, I think uh, this will be one of his chances to finally win. He's 34 years old. We don't know how much longer he has. But I think 
uh, Zuccarello will have a good chance of like bringing at least one win. Yeah, but uh, they did acquire Zuccarello the deadline just for this. I don't, but he did get injured. Yeah, and I don't think it's really going to be enough. So you're taking Nashville in five. Yeah, I'm also taking Nashville, and I'm taking them in six. Uh, I think Tyler Sagan and Zuccarello are good enough for two wins there for Dallas. You might see this series two-two going back to uh, Nashville for Game Five, but when it comes down to the games that matter, games five, six, and seven, if it gets to a seven, which I don't think it will, I think it's going to get to six. Five and six are going to go Nashville's way. So uh, Nashville and six. Then the last matchup in the Western Conference, we have these two teams separated by one point. We have the number two seed Winnipeg Jets taking on the number three seed St. Louis Blues. The Blues, who were in last place in, in mid-January, <laughs> stormed back, almost won the division on the last game of the season. Kyle has Winnipeg in six. Zach has Winnipeg in seven. Trish, who you taking and how many games? I think this is going to be a great series. This is this should be the best out of the West. It's, it's going to be very will. exciting because just both teams are really good. I really want Winnipeg to get a cup, if not this year, then next year. Because I like Winnipeg, and I feel like I feel for their organization. They've really been trying for the past couple of years to get back there. They've been co- they went to the Western Conference Final what last year? They got yeah, a lost huge lost to Vegas. Vegas. Yeah. When we saw what happened when they made the playoffs for the first time since you know forever ago, they their fans really turned up and they turned yeah. up big, and it's really cool to see. Their arena's kind of smaller for the NHL, and fans just, are on top yeah, of you at the MTS they Center. Filled it. Yeah, so it's I overwhelming. Feel like do they have home ice advantage? They do. Okay. Yeah, I'm definitely going to give that one to the Jets then. Uh, but I do think it's going to be hard fought. How many games? I want to say six. Okay. Because I really feel like it's going to be a hard battled game. You know, a hard battle series just because the Blues really heated up. Like, right at the right time. They really, that 8-10 10 game win streak, I think it yeah, was. Yeah, it's been a miraculous run since mid-January. Yeah, it's All on the shoulders of rookie goaltender Jordan Binnington. He's been stellar since he's the All-Star good, break. but you know the problem with the rookie is they don't know the pressure yeah. once you get into yeah. that arena and well, they, their are backup like is a seasoned veteran. If he can't go on, Jake Allen has been here before and won a series for the Blues before. Yeah, yeah, and you know he's the one who played uh, under Marty, right? Yeah, he was he backed up Marty. So I mean, he's got when that going back up for Marty. Him. He that year uh, Brian Elliott was injured. Elliott, uh, Allen, and Marty had the one two going in. St. Louis, and when his G, when Marty was an assistant GM there, and slash goalie coach, he did uh, teach Jake Allen. So I mean, he's got that going for him. He's got that confidence, but I just don't see the Blues really pulling it out. John, who are you taking? How many games? Uh, I mean, I like an underdog, so that part. I think I'm gonna take the Blues in seven. That's yeah. I'm on the fence with this, man. You have no idea. Yeah, that was my problem too. I, I was really can. Conflicted because both teams are great, yeah, and I'd yeah, be yeah. happy seeing either team. This win. is this is what sucks with this playoff format that these two teams have to play each other. They really shouldn't be. Yeah, no, right now they shouldn't be playing. They should be playing later. The NHL on. came to an agreement to let the current playoff system last for one more year, and then Seattle's going to come in, and I'm guessing they're going to change it. Hopefully. That's going to be fucked. Now, who? Uh, so this not next year, but the year after is when Seattle's coming. Twenty twenty one. The twenty twenty one season. Yeah, twenty 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 one season. The 2020 off season, I believe. Okay, so I believe that's one. Not it is. this next season, but the next season after that. Yeah. So you think in the summer of next year? Yeah. Okay, cool. We'll see them form. It'll be a lot like how when Vegas, Vegas came formed, into the league. Yeah. I know you didn't really pay attention to it, but yeah, it's a weird 
uh, whole thing. Each team gets to protect a certain amount of players. Mm-hmm. Expansion draft. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. And then the the new team gets to come in and take whoever the fuck they want. So, Tom, who are you taking in how many games? I got to take the Winnipeg Jets in six games. I I like this team. I was cheering for them last year, and it was a shame they lost in the Western Conference to a first-year team. I think part of it that will help is Kevin Hayes, who oh, – traded from the Rangers back at the deadline. Yeah, he's played 20 games for the Jets this season and has 13 points, yeah, which isn't bad. It's pretty good. Yeah, I think so. Listen, this for me, they say home advantage doesn't matter anymore. It's not that big of an issue anymore. There, but it's a whole different going story. to Winnipeg and having to win a game seven, which is what I believe this is going to have to come down to, it's going to be too much for the St. Louis Blues. I have the Winnipeg Jets in seven, but that could have easily been changed if – St. Louis would have had the higher seed. I mean, I feel like you can never really count out home ice advantage because, oh. I mean, with certain teams, you look at the Islanders and when they're home. That's a and, big issue of mine, too. And they're in the Nassau Coliseum and just everybody's there. So I'm taking Winnipeg in seven. Uh, that would leave a second-round matchup for yeah. us of most of us would have Winnipeg-Nashville and Vegas-Calgary with the exception of Tom who would have San Jose, Calgary. Before we move on, can I just say something? Yeah, sure. Uh, like, with this with the Jets, they have a whiteout. It's like players are on top of you. Yeah, it's like I, the fans are towering, towering it's, it's over you. It's one of the only seasons in the NHL that's that. It's one of the only arenas in the NHL where it's that small, and the it's built upwards. It's not built outwards. I mean, other teams do this in the playoffs. Like, the Coyotes no, do this. That's, that's, but yeah, it's Coyotes not nearly it the same. Winnipeg. It's, yeah, that's why the Coyotes do But it. it's not nearly the same. No. It's a whole different energy. Let's move to the Eastern Conference. Uh... What's widely believed going to be the blood of the first round? We got Tampa Bay, the top team in the Eastern Conference, taking on Wild Card Two, Columbus Blue Jackets. Kyle is Tampa in five. Zach is Tampa in five. Trish, Tampa in four. Yeah, yeah. Come on, they, this should just be overpowered. The Blue right? Jackets aren't the Devils last year, and the uh, I'm, yeah, and the Lightning's not the same team they were last year. No, either. they're better. The Lightning is way better than they were last year. The only reason the Devils won one game was because of the fans and because. Of Corey, Corey Schneider, Schneider coming in, and it just kind of like changed the whole dynamic of the team. But I just don't see that happening with the Columbus Blue Jackets. John, who are you taking? How many games? Uh, Tampa, without a doubt, in four, because all I've seen from them this year is great things. 62 wins. They mm-hmm. tied for the most wins ever. Tom, yeah. who are you taking? How many games? I'm guessing got, Tampa. Yeah, I got Tampa in four. Don't get me wrong. Carolina, congratulations on making the playoffs again. They're First, playing Columbus. Tampa. Tampa's playing Columbus. Campus playing Carolina Columbus. didn't yes. make the playoffs, oh. but they're playing the Capitals. Okay, S- same answer. Uh, this is going to be the most disappointing thing ever for Columbus after make trading to get Duchesne at the deadline and Dezingle at the deadline. Four games, they're out. Tampa's just going to blow through them. This ain't going to be a close series. It's because they have Keith and Kidd. You might yeah. see one game go to overtime, maybe. If but Tampa's going to... I don't even think that's going to happen. Kucherov is going to... This is going to be... If Tampa wins the Stanley Cup, it's going to be on Kucherov's shoulders. Kucherov will be the uh, MVP. MVP of the playoffs. Yeah. He's probably going to be the MVP of the season, too. So, How many points do you think Kucherov's going to have in that first uh In the first round? round? A good amount against Three, that team. Three, two. It's only going to be four games. That's the problem. I'd say he has 12? nine points, ten points wow. in four games. You're expecting a lot. I that mean, I could low, honestly, I think twelve. I could see 12. some. I could see the team putting up, you know, ten points a game uh, from yeah, players I, from different, you know. I, I I could see Tampa having various six goal games. So yeah, yeah. I think it's gonna be ridiculous. Heat fans are chanting Paul Pierce sucks currently at <laughs> the Heat game. The next game of the 
Atlantic Division part of the bracket. We have the number two Boston Bruins taking on the number three Toronto Maple Leafs. Kyle has te- uh, Toronto in seven. Zach has Toronto in four. Trish, who do you got in how many games? This is going to be one of the closer series, possibly, of the of the. Uh, I think playoff. Zach has a little too much, uh, you know. Yeah, confidence. Toronto in four seems That's crazy. a little ridiculous. Toronto, That's Boston bad. had their way with Toronto this season. Yeah, I mean, Boston did beat them, but also Toronto in the playoffs is a very different place to be. Yeah, but Boston. I don't think Toronto's lost to Boston in the playoffs since – the 90s? Yeah, I just don't I, see Boston it. had one of the most miraculous comebacks in playoff history. Game 7, down 3-1 with five minutes left. Came back and won the game in overtime. Yeah, I don't. I, I just don't see Toronto losing to Boston, but I see it being a very close. What do you got? Six games. Toronto? Yeah. I think, I think you know, Boston fans are going to be a little upset, but I just don't see. John? Yeah, I was going to say the same, just because uh, it seems like both teams are just so tightly matched. Taking Toronto in six, too? Yeah, Toronto in six. Tom? Uh, I think I got <laughs> Toronto in six. Toronto in six as well. Well, I got to go against the narrative. I've been to the TD Garden. That place rocks in the regular season. And I've also been to... The Scotiabank Arena in Toronto. That place rocks too, though. Not, not like the Garden did. Mm. I'm taking Boston, and I'm taking Boston in five games. Really? Wow. Look yeah. how high scoring it they've been this year. Taking Boston in five. They win it on home ice. I don't know. Maple Leafs have a lot of fucking talent. Yeah. So does talent. Boston. Mm. I mean, I I think Florida if Kucherov didn't have the season he had for Tampa, Marshawn would be up for MVP. I think part of the reason everyone I hate is, that scumbag though. I can't fucking respect him. And we're acting like uh, Boston had a subpar season. Like no, they, they Boston couldn't, did really well. Boston had 107 points. Yeah. Granted, Toronto had 100, but Boston had 107. And this is going to be a fun series. I love when you see rivalries like this come together in the playoffs. That's why I love seeing Devils Rangers. I love seeing Devils Flyers. Flyers Penguins is one of the best ones. I think everyone's expecting something big from Toronto just because of uh, Tavares. It's going to be yeah. a letdown if they don't. I don't. Know, I don't know if they're going to have Marner next year. So who knows how it's going to be? We'll During the season, Boston beat Toronto five one. Toronto beat Boston four two. Boston beat Toronto six three, and then Boston beat Toronto three two. So it's three one Boston in the regular season. But as we've seen in seasons prior, regular season don't mean jack shit come playoff time. So the next game, we move to the Metropolitan Division. The winner of the Metropolitan Division, we have the Washington Capitals taking on the Carolina Hurricanes to make their first appearance in the playoffs in ten years. Zach has uh, Kyle has Washington in six. Zach has Washington in four. Trish, who do you got? Carolina is just to me really reminiscent of a lot of teams that just don't they don't belong in the playoffs. They're okay. good, but they just they're not a playoff team. And I just honestly believe these kids. I love the what they've been doing. I love the cockiness they've been showing after they win games. I know a lot of people hate that, but I think it's hysterical, and I think it really gets the fans involved and excited. Who called them a bunch of jerks? Don Cherry. Yeah, I mean, I understand that. I understand that point of view, but I like it. But I just don't think that's going to translate well to the playoffs, especially when you're playing teams consecutively. If they win a game and then do that shit, and then... Well, they said they're not doing it in the playoffs. Yeah. I just I don't see them winning. I, I see the Caps in, like, five. John, who do you got? How many games? I'm going to pick the Caps just out of uh, disrespect to Tom Dundon. Fuck you, Tom Dundon. Wow. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, also I just like Ovechkin a lot. So, yeah, give me the Capitals. Just give me five games, though. I think I'll take five games. Tom? 
Uh, I mean, I gotta take the Capitals in five. Congratulations to Carolina. You did it. You did good this year. You made it into the playoffs. You're a first round exit, and you didn't qualify for the draft lottery. I'm taking Washington in five. Same situation the Devils were in last year. Teams and uh, fans are in a frenzy over being in the playoffs for the first time in a while. Washington takes the first two games in Washington. They'll be close. Uh, game three, first game back in Carolina, will go to Carolina. Uh, four and five, then Washington takes and advances the next series. And they still have more wins to me in this round than Columbus has, and I hate Columbus, so there's that. <laughs> the last series in the Eastern Conference, another good one, the Pittsburgh Penguins, number three in the Metropolitan Division, will go to Long Island. For four games against the New York Islanders at the bar, at no, and not at the Barclays Center. <laughs> no, my fuck apologies. The at the Nassau Coliseum. That is where home ice advantage is huge. Kyle in my life. and Zach are misinformed. Kyle has Pittsburgh in seven. Zach has Pittsburgh in five. That's just not smart. The Pittsburgh Penguins historically have not been able to beat the New York Islanders in the playoffs. They have met, I believe, six times. The New York Islanders have won five out of the six. Yeah, it's not. The last one, the only win for Pittsburgh coming uh, two years ago, or, th- or maybe like four years ago. When they won. Tyler the- Kennedy was part of that team. <laughs> Fuck Tyler Kennedy. All right, I see the Islanders winning here. I think it's not going to be a very big contest, just because the Penguins are good, but they're not the same level they were a couple of years ago when they were winning the the cup every couple of years. You know, I just don't see them as the same team. Uh, the Islanders this year have just been dominant especially when they're playing in the Nassau Coliseum, they're just all over you. Their their fans are just So you got the right Islanders there. in how many games? Five, six. Okay. I really don't think it's going to be that much. Uh, John? Yeah, give me the Islanders in five games. So you're taking the Islanders in five, too. Uh, Tom? Uh, Islanders in six. See, I wanted to say Islanders in six. I just think that... I really did. But I want them to win this game and this series at home. At home, five. That's yeah. why I, I don't think... I think five I is too think little. Seven. I think Pittsburgh wins two games at home, whether it be four or three and four, three and six. I'm taking the Islanders in seven okay. against the Pittsburgh Pirates. I really do believe that their win, if they were going to win this, is going to be at home. Barry Trotz is enough of a difference, too. Get, yeah, it's just, for this team to get past Pittsburgh. What made me do the two games uh, they lose is because they had some bad games towards the end of the season. They lost to Columbus. Doesn't matter. Four Doesn't matter. Barry Trotz has now been there and done it. He did it last year at Washington. They will be fine in the playoffs. I, I just uh, I'm I think a series against Washington for them is going to be tough, but I think Pittsburgh should be. Uh, I should think once they're them. out of the once they're out of Coliseum, it's going to be. Yeah, I have a feeling they're playing that next series out the console. I, I do I, too. I, there's no way they go back to Barclays. Lou, Lou is going to work it out that they're going to be able to play the Stanley Cup playoffs. So we're going to wrap up our episode. Coliseum. We're going to end the episode, episode like we do with some hot takes. Does anybody have one? Fucking devil's going to be, if not in the Eastern Conference Final and the Stanley Cup Final. Wow. Okay. John, jinxed uh, us there. I'm going to say that uh, those Brooklyn Nets are going to surprise the Sixers. They're going to make it a close series. It's going to go to six, if not seven mm. games. Make it a little, make them sweat a little bit before you know playing Toronto in the second round. Tom? Uh, Kucherov is going to have a four-point game in one of those okay. uh, playoff games. I say Tiger Woods wins the Masters this weekend. Ooh. Ooh, that's a good one. Ooh, I like that one. So um, that's going to wrap it up, really. going to be in Toronto. At the Blue Jays game, July 26th, interviewing yep. Blue Jays fans there. 
the summer of Trish is coming. We uh, Kyle's going to be a reporter for the summer of Trish. <laughs> he wanted to be. He volunteered to be, so he's going to be. And I want to leave you guys with this crazy statistic. It's not really a statistic. Taylor Hall has been in the league for nine seasons, currently with the New Jersey Devils. Two different draft lottery eras. His team has won five out of the nine years. Ooh, that's insane. <laughs> See, but that, what does that say about Taylor Hall that his team keeps it's been on some goddamn bad teams? <laughs> it's unfortunate for him. Only two. That so the Oilers and us. Has he only been to the playoffs once? Yeah. Uh-huh. When did the NBA playoffs start? Uh, Saturday. This so Saturday, we're going to do the same thing Friday for NBA playoffs. Yeah. So. It'll be fun. We'll see you Friday and enjoy the start of the Stanley Cup playoffs. <laughs>